What is up, dudes? It is that time of year. Pumpkin spice lattes are in stock. And this is episode 49, Mr. Josh. Technically, uh, one year today. No, one year yesterday. I uploaded the first episode one. On yeah. top of the dude chain. Much different setup than what we have now. Yeah. In fact, I don't even think the first episode has video. I think it's just the logo. We uh, <laughs> we couldn't get the video working. Nice. And yeah. Then, uh, anyway, what's going on, Jeff? Nope, that's not mm. Jeff. God dang it. That's not <laughs> Jeff. There's Jeff. <laughs> I messed up the gag. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff bailed on us yet again. Yep. Old, unreliable Jeff. Yep. Anyway, speaking of Jeff, uh, our friend Jeff, who spells it with the uh, masculine form, J-E-F-F, other than the soft G. Yeah. Uh, referenced the podcast last night and referred to the three of us as deep thinkers. Yeah, I like to think we're some deep thinkers. I. Although nobody's ever told me that I am. I'm not sure how to take it. I, 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 I couldn't. It's hard to read. Hard to get a read on the statement. I didn't know if he was being sarcastic or if he was being sincere. Was this through text or was it in person? No, it was in person. Okay. So that's that's kind of what makes it. Was it? Uh, well, he what he was talking about is he's talking about uh, um, statistics. People who he said there's a study where people, four hundred nine people were paid to go into a room and sit. And uh, they couldn't take their cell phones or anything in with them. And the only two rules were is that you could not fall asleep and you could not talk. And you had to sit in there for 15 minutes. All right? Anyway, so they do it, and then they give everyone the opportunity to come back and make more money doing the same exact thing. Out of that 409 people, he said 11 people came back. And then... I'm not. I can't remember exactly the, the scenario. But out of those eleven people, I believe he said that they were to, in order to get paid or whatever. They, they are given the option to either sit in the room in the same circumstances for fifteen minutes, or they could give themselves an electric shock and then leave before the fifteen minutes was up. And out of the eleven, nine of them chose the electric shock within eleven minutes or less to get out of the room. Yeah, I would have gone with the shock. Been sitting in a room for 15 minutes? Forget that, man. I'm like that dude. It, like, Well, it, de- it depends. Like, what kind of a shock are we talking about? Because I've taken a taser before for five seconds. It was terrible, but it's better than sitting around not doing anything for 15 minutes. 15 minutes, man. Dude, Just thinking? I, I'm super impatient, though. Oh, man. I'm like, dude. <clears throat> My buddy was telling it's that, like that, that one movie where the dude's in solitary confinement and they come out and get him. He's like, Hey, can you give me some more time? I'm just starting to find myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. No, like... Like, 15 minutes is up too quick. No, and at my job, every once in a while, we get stuck guarding people, like, at the hospital. And even with, like, my cell phone and, like, the, you know, all the information in the world, it makes time go by so much slower when you're just sitting there by yourself. 15 minutes probably feels like an hour when you're not able to talk to anybody. There's been times where there's been somebody else there with me, and I've been able to conversate with them, in like three to four hours can like fly by when you're actually yeah. talking to somebody. But when you're by yourself and alone with your own thoughts, dude, it just amplifies time. See, I like, I like sitting in the, I like sitting in the airport by myself. Oh, and just, gross. Dude, I'll people watch all day long. Yeah. No, I'm, I get bored real easily. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that was the, uh, yeah, deep thinking, man. That's, that might be a stretch. Yeah. Might be a stretch. Maybe we overthink. No, but do we definitely do that. <laughs> um, I mean, there are a lot of poop stories, man. Yeah. On this podcast. Well, we we do have the word dude in the title. Well, and the other thing, too, is like everyone poops. Yeah. So everyone can relate. <laughs> I mean, everyone, I mean, if you really think about it, everyone has a good poop story. Yeah, at least one. Yeah. So everyone can relate to it. But speaking of poop stories, man. Did you see old uh, Elizabeth Warren? (laughs) 
did I? I've seen her. Are you I talking mean, about? Have you this? seen the news? She's having a bad week. Yeah, she. Uh, and what's funny is she thought that the results were going to like strengthen her stance on being Native American. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying, man. Is like I'm sitting here thinking. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before, but like, who's advising these people? Like, there's got to be someone in her camp that was like, um. Yeah, well, liberals advising liberals is like the blind leading the blind. Uh, still, man. Because all still... their ideas are bad, and the only people that are supporting them are people with bad ideas. But the thing is, is like, do you think so high? Do you think that you're so high above the average man? Because I'm telling you right now, if someone came to me, and I've been arguing with them that I'm I'm Native American, and someone came to me and said, hey, we have the results of your DNA test. You are one one thousandths of a of native american dude you can suck on a cough drop and have more <laughs> alcohol in your blood than she has native american yeah. indian uh blood in her system so someone comes to you with that you would would you would you be like oh yeah let's release it no i'd want that swept under the rug you're like hey let's uh Let's, yeah, bur- let's burn that paperwork. Yeah, plan B. And if you're Hillary Clinton, let's kill everybody that uh, administered the test. Right, but the <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, I thought it was public knowledge. <laughs> yeah. No, but the but the thing is, is like, who's it? Uh, that's that's what I want to know. Either either I think there are people who are like, well, you may want to, and she's like, forget it, just release it. So it's either her just being an egomaniac and put because she that's what she thought. She thought she was going to corner him into a uh, yeah. Into his million-dollar charity yeah. gig. Like, ah, I gotcha. Yeah. And. <clears throat> no, I, I honestly think that, uh, and, and most politicians, most people in that position, I think, think they're smarter than everybody else. But especially more left-leaning individuals. And I've, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Sometimes I feel like my liberal friends only disagree with me because they want to be smarter than me. Like, we can't agree on the same thing because that would put us on the same level. So they have to take the the opposition because that gives them the opportunity to sound like they're smarter than me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's possible. I'm, I might be wording that I think, terribly. I think, well, I think sometimes people just choose things to be different. They, they don't, just, they want, they don't, even if that's the thing, there are plenty of things to have a different opinion on. Yeah. It's just one, one thousandth of a native American bloodline is not that one area you <laughs> want to try and be the, because yeah. the funny thing is, is the average American has double that. Yeah. And Especially if you live in the Midwest. So she's wider than mayonnaise. Yeah. In all reality. And the funny thing is, is they is, is she, you know, she's talking about somebody in her family being Cherokee, which I don't even they. The thing is, is like they can't even verify this Cherokee when they say Native American. That could be Latino as well. Yeah. Uh, in it. So it, so it may not even be pure Native American or indigenous people blood. But the funny thing is, is apparently they dug, and I don't know how true this is. I haven't. I mean, but apparently, uh, when you dig her family tree, she's from Tennessee uh, originally. Yeah, she's from Oklahoma, but her bloodline comes from Tennessee. Right. And uh, the word on the street is the reason she got to Oklahoma is because her ancestors were responsible for wrangling the Cherokees. On the Trail of Tears <laughs> to Oklahoma. Yeah. So not only you not Cherokee, <laughs> you persecuted the Cherokee. Oh, uh, I hope that's true. Yeah, it'd be funny. Because she sucks. I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah, I don't you, like her. You know what else is funny? I did a paper in uh, college whenever I was taking Oklahoma history for like the 37th time. I swear you take it at least six or seven times, you know, going up through our school systems. Yeah, that's how we did Texas But history. I was taking Oklahoma history. And... Uh, <laughs> The book that I read talked about how essentially, you know, whenever they started giving reparations back to the Indians, you know, all the all the rights that they still have today. Right. And they were giving out all the payouts and they they were giving out like these certifications like it was just on paper and the government wasn't tracking it like they track things now. So it was like, listen, you're a member of this tribe. This is your bloodline. This is your certificate for, you know, your health care, your land on the reservation, whatever, so on and so forth. They would sell those to white men. So it's not even – even if you're a card-carrying Native American, you may not have any Native American in your bloodline. I'm card-carrying Native American. Are you? Mm. You may Talk not have about. any in your bloodline. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. I forgot what my dad claimed we are, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's very much. Yeah, I mean, in, in – now, 
the thing about it though is is I'm actually I think 1.6 or 1.6% is what I am. I mean, yeah. so you take you take the bloodline and I think it's my I'm only like four or five generations removed from the full blood Native American yeah. in the family. So there's probably a little more legitimacy to mine than Dude, my nose is bleeding, man. Are you bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> Covered it. All right. We'll Take give you a second. I think we've pretty much covered that subject about as far as it's going to go because it's just that ridiculous. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal, except she's used it to gain advantage. Yeah, absolutely she has. Went to Harvard and actually put it on a a resume or whatever. Which, well, I, you know, the thing is, if if you can prove it outside of a DNA test, if you can prove, like, show them a card. Yeah. Then I mean, technically, you should be able to. She can't even do that. Yeah. Here, here's another thing. She, where, where did, did she teach at Harvard? Also, where did she yeah. teach at? Because they were bragging on her as being the first person of color that they had hired. Yeah. Is it? Which, come on, Harvard. Is <laughs> a teacher, and I was like, oh, come on. She now. taught it. She taught down in Texas too. Yeah. University of Texas, which is embarrassing. Um, but, I mean. The thing is, like I said, she benefited from it, and she tried to use it to her advantage. And the funny thing is, is when she's running for whatever whatever office she was, I don't know if it's for president or, or her, the Senate seat she's in now, but she essentially said that she was Native American and talked about her grandma or someone walking by a picture of her grandpa or something and talked about his high cheekbones. And that's how she <laughs> verified that he was Native well, American. I mean, that's what she based it all yeah. on. And come to find out, she is whiter than everybody and uh, persecuted Indians. Uh, then took advantage of them in her real life. I mean, her family persecuted Indians, and then she took advantage of uh, the system. And you remember that that chick, uh, Rachel Dolzman? Uh, Dolezal. Dolezal, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was the uh, black, not black yeah. lady. <laughs> Kinked her. And then she did the same thing, man. Yeah. When tanned kinked her hair yeah someone found a high school picture of her well and the, the guy that's running against ted cruz what's his name o'rourke Be- beto yeah but his real name is like not beto at all yeah it's robert yeah it's like robert and he's just going by beto to get the latino yeah. vote it's ridiculous man and you know what's funny is they harp on us, us like the left harps on the right you know more than we do vice versa for cultural appropriation you know, they you all your liberal friends have to make their rant about the Indian costumes every year or, you know, white girls dressing oh, up yeah. as black characters and, and whatnot, which uh, we just found out like five minutes ago that one of my daughters will be uh, dressing up as the the uh, the black uh, female pirate from the descendants on the Disney Channel. Nothing wrong with that. Guess what? I don't care. Yeah. It's, no, I mean, and nobody should. I don't think it matters. Well, we, we put too much stock in that stuff. Yeah, I mean, outside. I mean, in all reality, skin color should just be along the lines of us talking about someone having blue eyes or yeah. brown hair, or something height, like that. weight. Yeah, like it's, it's all, just it, it's a descriptive factor. So, yep. so don't go Tommy Loren on me and say I I don't see color. It's a description, not a definition. That's what all that's what all closet racists say. I yeah. don't see color. It's like no, I see color. If I'm mugged by a black man, I'm telling people he's black. Yeah. Uh but I I mean just to. To think that you're superior to somebody because of that is, is is obviously ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I think it's ridiculous when people get mad when you talk about skin color. I think it's stupid when people get mad when you make fun of stereotypes because I mean stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, and it's because it's part of their their culture, our culture, anybody's culture. You know, like our pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. You know, it, to me, it's just. It's asinine. It's spending way too much time on the asinine, oh, worrying about stupid things like taking that. Taking yourself too seriously for yeah. one. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, but speaking of taking things too seriously and taking, have you heard what? Uh, who's who's the girl? She, I think she's married to to that Dax Shepard dude. Uh, yeah, she used to be on my top ten, but she's fallen off. Uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. Did you hear what she did? Yeah. With the. Uh, Snow White? Yeah. What a dummy. Yeah. What are you, uh, teach- for, what are you teaching your daughter? Yeah, for, for those of you who don't don't know, uh, Kristen Bell did an interview 
uh, talking about reading or watching the movie Snow White or reading it, and she it raised red flags to her because Prince Charming kissed Snow White while she was asleep without her consent. And so that spins off to Kira Knightley not allowing her kids to watch Cinderella because it teaches them to rely on a man to rescue them. Yeah. And you know what's dumb is, and a lot of liberal female women were saying this whenever, uh, what was it, when Frozen came out. It's like, oh, it's the first movie where the the lead is a female. She's the heroine. And she didn't need a man to save her. I was like, man, well, dude, my favorite movie, my favorite Disney movie is Mulan. No dude rescued her. Yeah, he did. No. I remember. Yeah, he did. No. Yes, he did. Who who rescued her? The general who should have executed her, and he threw the sword down and said, my debt's repaid. Oh, he spared her. He didn't rescue her. From no, he harm. rescued he her. He just didn't harm her. Yeah, he rescued her from the penalty of death. Okay. Anyway, but, she but the, saved the whole of China, but you have according po- to the You movie. have Pocahontas. I know, you're right, but you have Pocahontas. You had Brave uh, come out before it. Yeah, you know, so I mean, it, I mean, the thing is, is, is if your social justice agenda, if all you have now are cartoons and fairy tales, you're stretching. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and if you want to, and, and, and in all reality, if you want to talk about the uh, the predator Prince Charming kissing Snow White mm-hmm. while she's asleep, um, let's talk about the Queen who was so vain that she tried to have what's-her-name killed. Yeah. Let's talk about the queen who uh, who made all her decisions based on a man in a mirror's opinion of her. Yep. I mean, you want you want to really push this women equality and, and all that? Look at the entire movie. Yeah. And if you really want to look at it, let's talk about Prince Charming and Cinderella. Yeah. Prince Charming doesn't need a gold digger. Yeah. You know, and, and so the point being is, is you can play it all types of ways. It's just because I do think that that social justice is valid in the strictest sense of its intention. You know what I mean? Like in all reality, if you just took it what they say it's supposed to <clears throat> be. It's it's a pretty good idea. Well, yeah, like attacking racism right. and equality for everybody. But in all, in all honesty, you know, I think where we're at now in America, I think everybody does have equal opportunities for the most part. Right. You know, some people have different starting lines. You know, some people start further back. Some people have, right. you know, harder upbringings. But their birth in their birth color, birth situation, social class, whatever, doesn't change the fact that those opportunities are available. <laughs> their decisions are what are going to change that throughout their life. But just being born a certain color or a certain social class does not determine what opportunities you have the opportunity to go after. No, I agree. But there are also still racist people out there. Yeah, but not the way the left portrays it. No, that, that, that's my point. My And that's, that, that's the point is, is you think it's by design. Yeah, you absolutely. Think it's, you think it's, it's we want to be as ridiculous as possible. No, it's to they want to maintain the minority vote. That's what it is. Right. So that that's what they're going to throw out there in the forefront. They're going to throw out rape culture. They're going to throw out cultural appropriation. They're going to throw out you know racism well, and that, all this that's stuff. What, that's what I mean by design. Because they want the female vote and they want the they want <clears throat> the minority vote. Because who's not going to vote? You know, Democrat. Your white males, thirty to forty, and now younger, but. Well, they're saying women are leaving now because of the Kavanaugh fiasco. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah. here's, the, here's the, the interesting thing. First, like, you know, for example, Kanye, right? Who is now getting divorced, I think. Is he? If I think somebody tweeted that out earlier today. Um, I don't blame him, man. Um, but anyway, outside of that, the point being is is... is Here's the thing. When when Kanye was talking all weird, I mean, Kanye's doing exactly what he's been doing the entire time. He just started doing it for a different side, and now people are calling him crazy. You know what I mean? So he's, he's with, and it, I think it works best for both sides. Like, for example, when he called, when he said, you know, George Bush hates black people, right? You had one side claim that dude's crazy. He needs help. 
where the other side is the dude speaks his mind. That's who he is. He's a genius, and you just don't understand him. Yeah. Now he switches sides, and you have the side that was calling him crazy going, hey, man, that guy's a genius. Whereas in the other side, he's going, no, man, that guy's crazy like y'all said he was. You know what I mean? And in all reality, I think I wish we would just get rid of the uh, the tags, the political tags. Does that yeah. make sense? Because I think because I think the the issue is 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 if you if you consider yourself a conservative, you throw out any option or opportunity to lean liberal in any aspect, even if you may agree with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm a registered Republican, but I don't I don't claim one way or the other. I'd consider myself to be more central leaning libertarian. I think is what's more popular now for conservatives our age, where they they throw out the extreme. Obviously, the alt right stuff, which is ridiculous. I really don't think there's a true powerful alt right. I think there's like ten thousand KKK members out in the middle of nowhere, and that's about it for the entire U.S. But the the slightly more old fashioned people. I, I think we're we're a little bit more liberal than they are, so I think we lean more libertarian than like hardcore conservative. Who's we? Like, uh, millennials, some Gen Xers that I mean, are more a, conservative. Speaking of millennials, I saw 1977 to 95 now. Dude, being it's a millennial. It's so stupid. You're, it, you're you're the bottom line is you're stuck dead in the middle of it, regardless of which one you look yeah. at. Yeah, that meme, that video on uh, on YouTube was hilarious. Yeah, the the. Millennial and the baby boomer making fun of the Gen Xer. Yeah, but I don't know. I always associated myself with Gen X, but at this point, I don't care because they keep moving the date. Yeah, like I said, it doesn't. I mean, all it is is just a number. It's just, it's just a uh, a way to to measure demographics. Yeah, is all it is. Yeah. How old are you? How many people between this age and this age is all it is. Yeah, and it and, it, and there's some validity to it because of the. Uh, way way you came through school you know my parents didn't have typing class yeah you know whereas then we were able to use computers in second grade right. now now my kids can well you know what's i think i think what's weird now and i think the whole generation titles eventually probably just going to go away because we we have access to all the same information that our kids have access to we're all tech savvy for the most part uh we dress almost in the same fashion as our kids. There's some, some obviously more kid oriented clothing, but moms dress a lot like their kids do. Dads dress a lot like their sons do. I, I think that's going away. Like we all listen to the same music. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. That's kind of what I was noticing is, is cause, cause generations, like you said, used to be separated by, you know, the, like the tech era, like the right. computers, like, and then you, the, the baby boomers were like, what's this computer thing? I don't know what to do. And then, you know, whenever rap started getting big, they're like, oh, what's this rap nonsense? I'll never listen to this. See, my dad loved, like, my dad likes rap. Oh, really? That's the thing, man. I would That's buy, hilarious. I would buy CDs and we would listen to them yeah. together and, and, and all that. So same with my sisters. This is more after I moved out. My sisters were still there, but same thing, you know. Uh, so, so it... I mean, I could actually mention something. He he was pretty familiar with what it was. Whereas in, I had friends whose dads like, dude, seventy nine was the cutoff. Yeah. Unless like Zeppelin put something out in the eighties <laughs> or nineties, they weren't messing with yeah. anything from that yeah. time. Yeah. My parents have not moved past the Eagles. I don't know, man. Your dad likes Shell Crow too. No. Uh, well, he made it almost to Gen X then. <laughs> <laughs> but that that that's the point. Now you see, don't even want to hear the new music. Yeah. And granted, I can't stand half the stuff coming out right now. But to say that it's all just garbage is is yeah. a fallacy. Well, as like well. new country's terrible. The new rap is terrible. But there's some good stuff kind of intertwined in there. Just kind of, I mean, it's sparse, but some of it's good. Yeah. Like I, I was really into dubstep like two or three years ago, and now it's just to me, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Well, yeah, because nobody's we, reinvented it. They're well, all just doing the same what's stuff. What's dubstep though? What do you just mean? a computer generated. Yeah, but some of those guys they they play instruments no, and they I, create their own I get, loops. And I get. Stuff. Some of them do. Yeah, some of them. The I good mean, ones do. Yeah, some of them do. Some of them don't. Like marshmallow. Like marshmallow. To me, marshmallow is weak. That dude. He's. He, it's not like he's creating like some big masterful music piece. Like Skrillex was tying together like fifty different sounds at the yeah. same time to make music, and marshmallow is just really simple and plain. Like what's I, that? I, what's that one? The kind of pioneer for it. 
Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. Yeah, he that was, dude was good too. He still is. He still has. Some and that's stuff. the thing, man. You, I've watched a couple YouTube videos of him creating, and like his setup is insane. That dude knows music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's just not a guy who's drop a hard. Yeah. You know, time to drop the bass right here. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So, I mean, and that's the thing. I think anytime you have new stuff like that, you're gonna have to let it fizzle out for a while before the the true talent actually emerges. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that right. I think rap kind of dropped off a little bit. Uh, or maybe it's in the middle of dropping off. Yeah. Um, I think rap's been on the downward trend for quite a while, though. Ever since probably the early 2000s. Yeah. Because the last real powerful rappers I think I listened to were was probably like 8th and ninth grade. And it's just kind of been down from there. Maybe, maybe all the way through high school. But, you know, back whenever you still had... You know, Snoop Dogg and Dre, Eminem was coming out and getting big. Um, who else? Uh, DMX, <laughs> all those guys. Like I, to me, in Ja Rule, that that era was pretty good. Ja Rule. I, that was kind of the end of it, though. I think. Well, I mean, you still got you got some good ones now. You got Kendrick, obviously. Yeah, he's pretty good. And um, you got J Cole. Yeah, Eminem's still around. Yeah. Um, and and he, you know, Hobson is pretty good. Uh, what about Drake? You like Drake? You Drake hater. Drake's tough, man. I think earlier on he was pretty good. Drake, I mean, I I liked his songs. They come on the radio. I like to listen to them. But uh, he's he's radio. Anytime he's someone comes radio on the radio, rap. yeah, it's just it's cool. And and I, I won't say it's not good. <laughs> Music's subjective, obviously. I mean, these people obviously have fans because yeah. they're making money doing it. But it just. I can listen to it for a while and then never come back to it. Yep. Whereas in like some of the older stuff, like Outcast and, and those stuff, stuff I grew up with. Yeah, Outcast was awesome. I can go back and listen to their stuff now and yeah. still be just as good as it was back then. Whereas in you go listen to, I don't know, Migos or whoever, their first, you know, you just kind of like, yeah, I've heard this already. Yeah. You know, and they just put another album out that sounds just like this. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's like I say, it's subjective. So I mean, no, no hate on them. I mean, they're making money, obviously, and uh, just not your taste. Yeah, I mean, that's I've really backed off a of rap lately. I haven't listened to a lot, like at all. Uh, probably Post Malone's about as close as I get, but he's different. Like uh, to me, well, it's, it's nice. to he, me, he's, he's less more, rap and he's like, more modern day R and B. Yeah, anything. yeah. Um, but no, uh, I still get into it. Ti came out with a new album. Obviously, Eminem did. Uh, Ti's a punk and all that. Yeah, I don't mean, but that's the thing, man. Did, did like, you see his? <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen the video. I just read about it. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Yeah, you know, I mean, here, here's the thing: if you want to rip on the president, rip on the pre- president. But when you go after the president's wife, that's dirty. Yeah, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like and you're, a, you're a turd. Here's the thing, and and this is, the, you know, first of all, Trump's having a good week. <laughs> yep. Obviously, um, he exposed what's her name, Pocahontas. He killed Pocahontas. So. Um. Yeah, we probably shouldn't say he killed Pocahontas. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let me clean it up. He gave Pocahontas a diseased blanket. <laughs> Let's say uh, <laughs> he has set Elizabeth Warren back politically. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so many terrible jokes uh, popping in my head. Then, uh, and then he won his lawsuit against Horseface. Yep. And, and here's the thing. You know, everyone's all mad. That's not the end of it, though. That's that was just for the defamation. He's still they're still going back and forth over whether or not uh, his lawyer paid her off to be quiet. Yeah, but but it hurts the case. Yeah, it definitely hurts the case. It hurts Uh, the credibility. The funny thing is, is not only did he have the case dismissed, they ruled that she has to pay his legal fees. Yeah. What do you think those are? Because because, dude, look, legal fees at that level. Donald Trump is not a hundreds of hire a lawyer. And he go in and do yeah. the work like you and I would. Yeah. Donald Trump is hire a law firm. Yes. And go in. So you're looking at what? Probably high six figures, low oh, seven definitely figures? Definitely six figures. Because she, in her mind, she's going after six figures. If she's, not seven figures? No, not Low that million? No. Here's the thing. If you bought a book. You have to look at her net worth. I don't know what her net worth is. Google. I'll Google it. Yeah. Anyway, but here's the here's the funny thing. And then they someone retweeted a, a tweet of Kathy Griffin saying, I'm donating twenty five hundred dollars to your GoFundMe page 
because you need, you know, I'm with you, fight this animal, yada, yada. Like, how, if you're Trump, like, how do you smirk knowing that that $2,500 Kathy Griffin just gave Stormy Daniels <laughs> is paying your law team to have that case dismissed? Oh, gosh. Like, so obviously a good week for uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Trump. Then Puerto Rico, uh, the governor, uh, not the governor, the mayor uh, down in Puerto Rico, they gave him a bunch of guff after the hurricane and all that. They're now investigating um, those offices for shady bids and all that. And, and so, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, that's three people that have gone after him and, yeah, her net worth is two million. So, I mean, it, yeah, that's a lot of money. But uh, at, you know, on that grand of a stage, that's not a whole lot of money. Well, yeah, no, I get it, but still, I mean, he has high-priced lawyers, though. Yeah, I mean, two thousand an hour. No, she's probably she probably spent a couple hundred thousand for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so, man, that's terrible, man. Trump spent zero. Yeah. No, she spent. <laughs> she's. That's the thing. She spent the money on her lawyer and his lawyer. Yeah, that's got to be a terrible. You know, remember Aaron Tuttle, uh, weatherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he uh, he did the same thing. Like someone came out and was making fun of him. Yeah, you know. First off, I he looks like he's on roids. He may be. He's old. I mean, so he may be going through TRT or something like that. Yeah, but he's just a weird looking dude. Just my opinion. But uh, he had a he had an app that came out a weather app yeah and he tried to make it sound like it was just this great app and yeah and all that so he wanted to start charging for it so people started making fun of him this, <laughs> this group started making fun of him for yeah it. i remember and he sued him yeah because he's like a hardcore like he ta- looks like he tans every day yeah like he's like yeah yeah he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a goofy looking dude yeah and so anyway so they they sue so he sues them yeah and uh, before they go to court, they essentially come in and say, look, dude, you have no case. Yeah. We will let it go now. Just drop the case and we will be done with it. But if you take it to court, you are going to pay for our lawyer fees. <laughs> and he took it to court and he lost royally and paid <laughs> and he had to pay him back. And that's the thing. Then he's like, now then he started coming out like, trying to put GoFundMe pages and everyone's like, yeah, your app's not that great. Dude. Yeah. Like, just put ads on it. Dude, GoFundMe, man. It, if you... Dude, man, it's, it's... It's it's the cringiest thing in the world sometimes. Dude, all it is is, is virtual panhandling. Yeah. That's all it is. Well, and here here's the thing. Like, sometimes your problems need to be your own problems. You don't need to... No. You don't need to fall back on your friends for everything. Sometimes you got to try and pick yourself up from your own bootstraps. But I think I agree. I think what people think they have through like Facebook and stuff like this is this. They look on there. Oh, I have three thousand friends. Look at this amazing community of friends that I have. Yeah. So they open up a GoFundMe, you know, because they're behind on a few car payments. And they See, get- and and that's the thing. I don't think you should. I'll give you an example. My 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 first roommate Freeman. Funny story about Freeman. Freeman was a black gentleman, and we we had psychology class together. Um, and. He's from Diamond Hill Jarvis, which is a rough part of Fort Worth. Rough. He never wore red. He wasn't in a gang, but his cousins were all Crips, so he never he didn't have any red in his closet because he, you know, if he was hanging out with them, he didn't want to get yeah. beat up and all that. Right. Anyway, so we're in uh in psychology class and she's going through the role and it's always one the first day of class, like, I'm gonna call your name. If you want to be called something else, let me know now so I can do it. Well, she gets to Freeman. Freeman goes, Call me cat daddy. <laughs> the teacher goes, excuse me? He goes, you can call me Cat Daddy. She goes, okay. So for the rest of the semester, Cat Daddy, I'm here. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, his heart split open. The left ventricle in his heart actually split open. Wow. And he started bleeding into his chest cavity. And they rushed, they metaflighted him to the hospital. He had emergency open heart surgery, and he's still in the hospital. And because of that, his wife can't work because, and they own a cupcake shop and all that. So they, they lost the lease on all that. 
and all that. So she put a GoFundMe page out there to kind of help cover the deductible and out-of-pocket expenses for the medical stuff so they could, so there wouldn't be anything that's hindering them as far as moving on. Yeah. He only had a 20% chance to live, and he's, I mean, he's on the, supposedly on the mend, but, I mean, obviously going through a hard time. To me, that's what the GoFundMe stuff is really about yeah to me it's it's for those extreme situations exactly. that i mean even even if you were pretty well off it's still gonna be never a punch in the right, gut financially. i mean the guy never never asked for money before this yeah i mean an unexpected incident where you understand the situation kids is another one that that i think should yeah like, like i said the only one i ever did was uh to raise money for a family that we had adopted for Christmas through my police department to help them buy some items that we weren't going to be able to afford at the individual level. Right. And I mean, we did it in like three minutes and then I shut it down. Yeah. And, and it's not ridiculous amounts of money. We did it for my, no, it was like, I think it was like $550. My aunt died unexpectedly and they did it for my cousin. Yeah. But, but that was her. I mean, she was a single mom. My cousin was 17 or 18, maybe about to go to college. So, I mean, she just, you know that source yeah. of support, and is, I mean, I think, gone. so I mean, and I think helping people like like with that unexpected funeral costs right. are are fun, you know they're astronomical because you're not expecting it normally. Yeah. Like it's a younger person helping a porn star sue the president. No, yeah, the stretch. Yeah, helping a college kid buy a car. Nope. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. me, and, and just minor things like I've seen people just for like aesthetic surgeries try and raise money. Yeah, like what that dude who wants to look like Ken. Yeah, the Kindle. Yeah. Yeah, it's people ridiculous, man. I th- well, I think people are just kind of narcissistic. Like they just think they think the world literally revolves around them, and that people are that concerned about them and willing to give them money for anything that they need it for, especially if it's to better themselves. What do you think, Jeff? No, All right, nothing. Jeff is quiet tonight. Coming deep. I was expecting him to toss out a uh, broken bow story, but here we are, and, and nothing. He's been pretty good with the Broken Bow stories. He has. Lately. We did give him a hard time about it. Yeah, we did. He does have some pretty good stories, though. Yeah. His Broken Bow stories probably compete with my military stories and ridiculousness, oh. but the majority of mine are not clean enough for this uh, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Military people are dirty. Yeah, I can, I can definitely attest to that. Yeah. A lot of people I work with. Um, what else? What do you think about spelling your name with a soft G? Spelling your name with a soft G? I don't know. It seems a little bit pretentious to me. It's called the soft G for a reason. Yeah. Like that. That's what your parents start you out with in life. I think the first letter (laughs) of your name is soft. Yeah. But I've been told that, uh, Corey, my name is not spelled right either because it doesn't have an E. Yeah, you have the feminine version of well, Corey. See, well, see, I thought the feminine version of it was K-O-R-I. I've seen it that way. But Yeah, no, I've seen that too. Here's the funny thing is I kind of like girls who have boy names. I kind of think, you know what I mean? Like Elliot? Yeah, like Elliot's one. Um, I mean, you could go Corey for a girl, yep. even though it's traditionally a guy. Billy? Um, yeah. Wasn't that what was the name of uh, Zach Morris's girlfriend that was like super butch that always had a leather jacket? Was it Billy? I don't know. There was Joe on uh, on uh, what's that show? Remember um, with Blair? Blair. Oh man, Facts of Life. Oh yeah. Remember Joe? Yeah. So yeah, and that's another one, Joe, and all that. So traditionally, yeah, Jesse can go both ways. Yeah. What I don't like though are dudes with girl names. Dude's named Kelly. Dude's <laughs> named Lindsay. One of one of my better friends' name is Kelly. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I know guys named Kelly. It's yeah. just like it that bothers me. Yeah. Like I'm like we were all for if we were gonna name our daughters. Uh, how many but how many girly guy names are there? Like Kelly. Kelly is like the only one I can think of. Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay Graham. He's a Yeah. That, so you got Lindsay. Lindsay Kelly, dude, that's there's not a lot that go. Yeah, so it's like there's not a lot that go in the opposite direction. Your parents no, have to that's dig hard. That's my point. Like Sue, I mean, their boy named Sue. 
in the song. (laughs) I've never known one. But that's the thing, man, is like, I think if my parents named me Kelly, I would go by my initials. Yeah. Or my middle name, whatever that was. Yeah. But I I just, like I said, so when we named our kids, the, the girls always had girl names, traditional girl names, which they ended up with. But there were possibility of boy names. Yeah. That. But when we named our son, I made it a point to make it as Matt. Like, if you run into a girl with his name, yeah, it might be that. <laughs> it might be that. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? But no, it's definitely not feminine at all. Yeah. So that that's kind of where we, that. And like I said, man, that's. Yeah, we actually came up with the names for our kids pretty quick. There wasn't a whole lot of debate over it. Like we both, I mean, we want we were really into Scrubs uh, during. Oh, that's right. Yeah, while we were in the military. Yeah, Doctor Elliot Reed. Yeah. So we named we liked her name. We just went with that, and then Avery was just one that Shana liked. So she like kind of let me pick Elliot's name, so I let her do whatever. But she had some weird names picked out, and I was just like, "That's not happening." Like it needs to be a little bit more traditional. I don't want to be. I don't want to get too fancy with it. Not no. too many vowels. Let's just keep it simple. Maybe one or two syllables. Be done with it. Yeah. But, yeah. That was pretty easy going for us. Jeff's not a girl <laughs> name, though. No, Je- Jeff isn't. So why would you spell it with a soft G? I don't know. I mean, that's, there's... You know what that is? There are some... That's the English way. That is completely the, wanker. That is, is what that is. That is wanker. The broken bow wanker. <laughs> Where that probably made them like the most liberal family in Broken Bow is spelling their son's name with a soft G. <laughs> uh, no, we're kidding. Yeah, we love we love Jeff. Yeah, no, he's like I said, his daughter actually turned one today. Yep. Um, and that, they took forever to name it. Name her. I don't think they had a name till like the last month. She's got a boy's name. Or it could go both ways. Could it? Yeah. I don't see a dude with that name. Josie? Yeah. Josie Wells? Jose, maybe, but not Josie. <laughs> the Josie out- Wells? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? The like that's the the outlaw Josie Wells, right? Oh, I don't know. Or was it the uh I'm I'm picking that name from a movie, I'm sure. But still, if they're gonna put uh, a boy as a movie, then they've got it somewhere. Yeah. Are you are you are you trying to find it? Yeah, I'm, I'm boy's name Josie. Yeah. Did it pull up? It's I mean it's technically for a boy or a girl. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's maybe that would be on the uh, feminine name for a boy's for a boy list. Yeah, but uncommon. Right there with Kelly. Kelly's not uncommon. Lindsay's not uncommon. What about Cassidy? As your last name? No. No. No, not as your last name. That doesn't matter. Yeah. But if that was your first name. I don't know any Cassidy's name that are dudes. No. Do you? No. But the guy's name who's Kelly, his last name's Cassidy. Kelly Cassidy? I think I had a Cassidy in in my class growing up, like first through sixth grade. Dude or girl? Dude. First or last name? First. Hmm. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, back to Trump real quick. Because, I mean, like I said, he's having a good week. I know a lot of people don't like him. I liked Trump before he ran for president. I was, I started, indi- yeah, I, I was indifferent. I started following Trump when he started, when him and Rosie O'Donnell started getting into it. <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he would say that stuff. And I'm like, oh, this man is just saying what he thinks. Yeah. Like, I can respect the fact that he's not putting on a different face, and he's still being the guy that he yeah. ran as. And I understand the Twitter thing right yeah. now because he's, I mean, 94% of all news is negative. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here, here's the one thing that, that I think sets him apart as, as a president, and I think he's a good president. Um, Like I said, I mean, there's sometimes where – He'll say something or do something, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, ooh, but then know, it works I out. I wouldn't have done it, but well, that's the thing. I read a book on him, and like, horse face has a purpose. Yeah, I don't know what it is, 
I'm sure it'll come out eventually. But it's got to pray. He calls people names for a reason. For a for a reason. I read a book. I think it's because she has a long horse face. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm just saying. The point is, is, is yeah. I. I read a book by Scott Adams. He he said Trump's the best persuader. He studied persuasion techniques for uh, thirty plus years. Yeah, he's a certified genius and and all that. And he said those of us who are experts in persuasion all agree that Trump is hands down a master persuader and probably the most persuasive person that you'll ever see in a lifetime. I mean, yeah. he's just that's. He's the Michael Jordan of persuasion techniques, yeah. uh, which is obvious. So he said anytime that he does, it sounds like a child calling someone name. But it's he, a power play. But he does it on purpose, and he has, and, and he goes, every name is well thought out. If he puts it out there, he, yeah. has, they, he has thought about it, and he knows exactly what he's trying to do with that name. Right. It's probably something personal that person that he knows would upset them, maybe. Yeah, or, well, like Pocahontas. He called her Pocahontas. He called, uh, like example, Elizabeth Warren. He called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. Yeah. Well, everyone was like, why did he call her Pocahontas? And people started digging into her Native American past. Right. And here we are today. Boom, he's right. And he, Nailed it. I mean, he at least set back her political career, if not just completely annihilated yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully annihilated it. Jeb Bush, for example, in the primaries, he called, uh, he called him low-energy Jeb. Right, which you're kind of like, okay, yeah. But what he did is is what everyone liked about Jeb Bush is that he was a uh, kind of laid back, cool, and that's kind of what the dude right. was running on. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as he called him low energy, dude dropped to three percent in the polls, and yeah. he just basically knocked him out of the primaries. Then. Yeah, he. Has, it's like he's assigning like a tag to somebody. Yeah, crooked Hillary. Even yeah. if you don't think she's, even if you don't think she's guilty or whatever which is all debatable, you still, even if you were the most, the staunchest of Hillary supporters, you cannot hear her name without thinking crooked. Right. Either if you agree with it or not. Yeah, and I think part of that is him controlling the narrative. And, I mean, the dude is a pro when it comes to social media. I think that's one of the main reasons why he destroyed Hillary is because she was not great with social media. He was. I think what well, he's doing is assi- he's essentially assigning a hashtag to that person that he's currently attacking. So he says horseface. Right. So now everybody who's like a uh, conservative pundit or anybody that covers conservative news or anything is hashtag horseface, hashtag horseface, well, and, the and then other, it just trends. The other thing too is 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 um, Hillary obviously thought had the media in her back pocket, what the old they, media, right? But what they underestimated was that people don't trust the old media. Well, I and Trump drove that. That's, that, my point. that's why fake news but, was well, his, it, his, we were teetering on it anyway. Right, but uh, he really he drove the stake in there. No, that's all, I I agree cuz he labeled it fake news. Yeah. So now Hashtag fake news. All he has to say is fake news and then you should, even if you're, you're <laughs> the staunchest CNN, there's still a little bit like hmm. Yeah. Well, know. and have you noticed lately that and it's few and far between, but they're trending more towards positive news on Trump every once in a while. They sprinkle it in there like, oh, Trump actually did this. And I think they're trying to slowly pull people back in before the next election cycle. Uh, yeah, maybe. Because I've seen, I've seen more positive news for Trump coming out of liberal sources than I have in the past two years. I've seen it more probably in the past two or three months. Well, I think, well, first off, let's, I mean, I think the media sources are about money. Well, yeah. That's and all. So that's the only way you're going to get. Here's the other thing, though, is the one thing that I can say about Trump that you really haven't been able to say in a long time about a president is he's, you know, he's touting numbers, you know, lowest minority unemployment rate ever. Uh, Highest GDP. GDP is a dream, according yeah. to Obama. It'd be a dream to get it that high, and he's he's shattering it. And projections for it are, especially if 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 they don't lose anything in the midterms. Here in three weeks, then you're going to see the GDP and the stock market and the economy. Just, yeah. I mean, because that's what's holding it back right well, now. Well, every, everything that he's done, like it's, and I mean, one of the reasons I voted the way I voted is because our economy was trending downward, and everything he was saying made sense whenever it came right. to helping the economy out. And lo and behold, here we are a few years into it, and we're trending upward. Right. But the thing is, is, is what you don't see is you don't see them tacking those numbers. 
Like, for example, companies get the tax breaks. They, they cut the yep. tax plan. Companies get the tax breaks. Uh, companies are given, on average, their employees $3,000 bonuses because of all the money they're saving in tax breaks. Yep. They don't go in and say, oh, that's an that's a inflated number. They call it crumbs. They try and they they can't they can't argue the numbers, so yeah. they try and make it as not a big deal as it really is. Well, that's and I mean th- that's the whole reason why they're still talking about Russia. They're right. still talking the, about Russia. But the job growth, same thing. Yeah, you know he touts job growth yet, and you don't see him attacking the job growth. Yeah, for, and for example, like when Obama touted job growth, they were like, "Oh, look at this." Yeah, they'd say, "Here's job growth," yeah. but you could go in and be like, "Yeah, like." 87% of all, whatever the, the statistic was, it was a huge majority of that job growth were government-created jobs. Yeah. No, I remember. So you're putting a bigger tax burden on the, you know what I mean? Whereas in now, you you can't do that. Well, he did that, he did that with everything. Like whenever solar and wind was blowing up and everybody was freaking out about how great it was, it was like entirely subsidized by the government. But that's one point. You could always go in and be like, yeah. no, you're subsidizing this. Whereas yeah. in, you know, you look at the steel industry, no, that I mean, but but that's that's how it is when you're talking about Democrats versus Republicans. Democrats want people relying on the government. They want to subsidize yeah, everything. But, but they still did the same thing with Bush. No, no, no. It, Bush would tout something, and they go and be like, "Hey, your numbers are a little to a degree." But as far as it, they're as, not doing it at all with Trump. As far as being economically savvy, Bush was not nearly as good as Trump was. No, no, no. Trump, but, Trump is giving the food to the economy so it can eat. That's but that's my point though. My point is is what you like every president before now, regardless, even even Clinton, who the economy did fairly well under, you could go in and be like, eh, those numbers are a little skewed because of this, this, yeah. this. And you look at it and what happened? Enron exploded. Yeah. So you're looking at like, yeah, people are aren't, aren't that's really That's because Trump is deregulating and letting the economy take care of itself but, and letting the people And that's but take that's care the point. The point is 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 you <laughs> cannot point at these numbers at Trump's point and be like, "Oh, that's oh, those yeah. numbers are skewed a little bit because he's creating these jobs with right. government subsidies or he's creating these jobs with government positions." No, I mean, he's putting people who are unemployed back to work he's yep. putting farmers back to work he's putting you know the steel workers and all that back well, to work well he's putting money back into small businesses more than anything right and i think and that allows them to hire their first you know employee or their and second they, employee right and they flourish and and, yep. and all that so and, and and that's the thing when all you can go after him for are him calling people names or uh what some you know hussy saying about him or whatever it kind of tells me like all right man so whatever's happening is legit. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. And, and I, it's going to hurt. Well, and and here's the thing. And I don't know if it's just because my business is doing better or if it's because the way the economy is working or what. But for the first time in my life, I feel like money is not an issue at all. Yeah. I feel because I, I feel like the flow. I feel like the flow of money is larger coming in than going out for like the first time in a long time like yeah, in my I adult mean, we'll life see, we'll see what the tax yeah because I mean, this is the first year that we um that we're actually working under the new tax laws yeah. so yeah i'm interested to see like how it affects my because well, that's business. the thing man is is i know we had friends when uh someone's telling my wife that you know you should have kids you know that's sixteen hundred dollars every year you get back for for kids and so you're kind of like, okay, well, I got three kids. You know, that should be X amount of dollars. Yeah. And it was never that much. No. And so I'm like, man, what is, I mean, was she lying? And so I went in and looked at it. And it's like, yeah, it is 16. Actually, it was 1600 under Bush. Obama knocked it down to 1000 per kid. Yeah. And, but if you make over a certain amount, that 1000 is prorated. Yep. So you're only getting a fraction of that 1000 Because you can afford that kid. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they don't get any cheaper either. So, and that's that's the point. The point is, is now supposedly you're getting two thousand per kid, and you've got to make like over four hundred thousand dollars a year before that even starts to get cut into. Yeah, and it, and it even caps out. It caps out at sixteen hundred. So you can make millions of dollars this year, and you're still getting a sixteen hundred dollar tax yeah. credit for your kid. And you know what's funny is like everybody talks about how you know business owners and how they're evil and blah blah blah, and how they get all these tax write offs and they don't pay any taxes, like. The more money I've made as an adult, the less I've seen in tax returns. So it's not like you get like this huge lump of money back every year. No. You, like I, I, I pay in most of the time. I don't get anything back. Normally I pay in. 
which yep. is not the case for a lot of people. But I don't know. That, that well, always kind of gets under my skin when they're like, oh, businesses should be taxed more. Why? Because somebody chose to work harder in their life or they well, chose get, to take I more get, risks? I get money back, but it's because I claim... I, I think I actually claim single. Yeah, that's what I do. Zero throughout stuff. the year. But yeah. I normally just break about even. I might get tiny, tiny, minuscule amounts of money back. But when we were dirt poor, newlyweds, we were getting back like $4,500 a year. Yeah, see, we weren't even getting that stuff back. Anyway. Yeah. But like I, was I, also, said, I was also making a sweet $11 an hour. Yeah. Wow, it's gross. Yeah, the average wage has gone up too. Yeah, it's that's like 15, 14 yeah. or 15. So that and like I said, man, when you look at numbers, they can't argue the numbers, which is I think why we're seeing all this. Yeah. Well, that's why they choose well. to just attack everything else. They're going to attack his personal life. They're going to attack his wife. They're going to attack the things he did twelve years ago. Because as far as his presidency has actually gone, does he handle himself like our typical president? No, absolutely not. No, and 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 in reality, I think you can. If you have an if you have a negative opinion about that, I give it to you. Yeah, I just I feel like the dude is acting a lot more than any other president has. Where, you know, it took Obama until the end of his second term to get his health care, which was garbage. His health care plan. Well, passed. and and the only and he had to because he was losing. Yeah, well, he, he hadn't, and he hadn't. He he did literally nothing else. He's yeah. kind of like he was kind of like Bush in his second term for all eight years. Just kind of, I don't know. It was just kind of a. Yeah, dead government not doing very much. Yeah. Like I said, politics really just matter about the dot bottom line for me. Yeah. I really don't care about anything else. But like I said, I could understand why someone have issues with the uncouth way he goes about things. No, and I, I think it's fine. If if you want to attack him for that, that I totally understand. Because yeah. there are times that I'm like, dude, this guy needs to keep his mouth shut. Like why? See, after reading that book, man, I don't I, No 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 no. I'm not and I'm not saying about that, but there's just times where he, he tweet stuff out that I don't think matters at all. See, that's what I'm saying. After See, but I don't even think he has to call Stormy Daniels horse face. No, like, I'm saying, like, it's man. like you won, dude. I agree. That's my point. But my point is, is like after reading that book, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's more of an interest. Like, okay, where's he going with this horse yeah. face thing now? But, the, but there's some things he says that don't go anywhere. They, they serve a purpose, but there's a, and there's also been times where he said like, oh, blah blah blah, this for a fact, and then it turns out it's not a fact, and then he's oh, like, oh, uh, well, yeah. I, I never said that, you no, know. What he, what he does, what he did say is he said someone to be as persuasive as Trump is. He said you have to be able to surround the truth with a little bit of fib, and then not Al- alternative facts. Yeah, That's alternative what we call them. facts, and he <laughs> said, but the key, the key to him which makes him better than everybody is the way he brushes it off. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then he deals in, he deals in generalities. Like for example, the wall. Yeah. You know, he, all he said is we need to build a wall. Yep. He let everyone else dictate what that wall's supposed to look like and, yeah. and all that. And that's, that's all they're doing. Yeah. You know, but all the, all the wall was supposed to do was shift the, uh, narrative to immigration yeah that's what he he would yeah. so so everything he said outlandish was him it's prioritizing a, what he it, wanted to it's focus a MacGuffin. On. yeah and so and that's what i'm saying there's something about horse face that i don't know where he's going with it but <laughs> i think it was just a jab because to me it's almost like hey you just said i was defaming your character now i'm going to defame your character and just call you ugly to the entire united states yeah so like it's almost I like a I spit on you after I win. No, I, I get it. It's just, but I know I I don't I don't mind the guy at all. I I like the work that he's doing. I just the way he goes about it, it's uncouth, like you said. But well, he's making the people I don't like mad. I, too. I feel like things are actually moving. I feel like the government's actually working for a change instead of just standing still. No. Yeah. So, and I feel like it's it's trending. Everything's trending upward, especially for me. Uh, you know, being a small business owner, I feel like things are going up. Yep. Yeah. So. Anyway, where are we at? We are at exactly one hour and 20 seconds, buddy. Hour and 20 seconds. Yep. Next week is the big 5-0. Yep. So if you haven't subscribed, now's the time. Don't be a bandwagoner whenever we have a million followers. Do it now. Yeah. You can see you back in when they were with... I got in them when they were yeah. in the 30s and 40s. Don't be a Cleveland Browns fan just because Baker's there. <laughs> dude, he, he, dude, he played terrible this past yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have some growing pains, but 
I see. I think he's trending down. I think he's like Kaepernick. Yeah, he may. I think. I think defenses have figured him out. Uh, Kaepernick didn't trend down that fast though. Kaepernick had one good season. Yeah. Kaepernick. But he took him all the way to the playoffs. No, 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 no. That's the thing. Alex Smith had a great Kaep- Kaepernick's first year. What week did he come in that year? Late. See, I thought it was like six or seven. No. Uh, he he came in. Alex Smith got hurt. Kaepernick played well. Uh, so they didn't change anything. This was with Jim Harbaugh. And then he torched in Green Bay the Packers Yeah, uh, to go to the AFC Finals. Yeah, that's what it was. NFC Finals and and lost. And then the next year came in, did the same thing, went to the Super Bowl, got beat by the Ravens, and yep. then couldn't hit the broadside of a barn anytime after that. So he only really had about one and a half good years. Sam yeah. Bradford, same thing. One rookie of the year. Came out, hadn't done anything since. Yeah, there's Vince been a, Young. There's been a couple. Vince Young, same thing. One rookie of the year. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> okay, see, he <laughs> never took never, off. Never had a good year. He never took off. Tim Tebow. Tebow, I mean, took the, the uh, Broncos to the playoffs. Yeah. And then couldn't hit the bra side of the barn with the Patriots or Jets. Yep. So, it, it, you know, defensive coordinators in the NFL are better than the defense coordinators in college football. So... He's gonna have to be able to fit them in the tight spots, or he's uh he's gonna have a rough career. Yeah, I think it, Cole McCoy same thing. Cole McCoy came in, played real well until they figured out he couldn't, you know, didn't have that strong of an arm, took away half the field, and, and that was it. So you think it's just guys coming in and doing something different, and then they get figured out, and then they can't adapt from there. Yeah, I mean the bottom and their line, skill doesn't carry them through it. Yeah, the bottom line is you got guys like uh, right now Mahomes, who wasn't highly touted in college. Yeah, even though he was drafted number five. He wasn't a big – I mean, he was like, yeah, he's on some Heisman list and all that, but he wasn't, you know, in the same realm as as uh, you know, Lamar Jackson or Baker Mayfield. Or they, he wasn't in that discussion. And now yeah. he's probably the best quarterback in the last – that's been drafted in the last five years. Jared Goff, same thing. Great, you know, in college, was on some lists and was supposed to be drafted high but didn't get, you know, the, the accolades in college. And now he's probably one of the best in the in the league now too. Let me ask you this. What do you think about Dak Prescott? You think he's going to end up being a flop? Or yeah. do you think he's just going to be an up-and-down cornerback? I don't know, man. He torched uh, – Delivering some 500 seasons. He torched – what's his name? He torched the Jaguars, and that's a good defense. Yeah, but they've had some <coughs> they've had some rough weeks. The Jaguars? No, the Cowboys. Well, yeah, um, but I don't know. if the, I, I, We'll see. We'll see. He's got Ezekiel Elliott. He's got a healthy line now. <coughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, <coughs> dang. We'll see uh, how it goes. I mean, if this is if this is the team finally gelling and starting to turn that corner, then he could be good. Yeah. Because I think he's got the talent. He's got a strong arm and all that. I'll tell you who needs to go is Jason Garrett. That dude's terrible. He will – He's a yes man for Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones likes that. Yeah, he, he's not a good. The coach. best teams they ever had, their coaches never got along with Jerry Jones. Right. No, dude, getting rid of Jimmy Johnson was the stupidest thing he's ever dude. done. Dude, bet one of the better coaches of all time. Well, yeah, him. His was talent. Yeah, dude, him, him, GM, and was awesome. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I don't know about Dak Prescott. And I don't like I said I don't know about Baker. I think Baker's going to trend downward. Um, but I'll tell you who's still the best: Tom Brady. I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is good too. Aaron yeah. Rodgers will will when Tom Brady finally leaves the league, then Aaron Rodgers will be the best quarterback out there. You think if Aaron Rodgers played for the Patriots, he would do better than Tom Brady does with the Patriots? I don't know. That's the thing, man. Is uh, I don't know. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has done more with less. Really? So I think the opposite. You think he has more talent than the Patriots have in the past, like, oh, five yeah. or six years? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. I don't know. He's always had some – he's, he's, he's had some salty wide receivers, but then he's had some really unreliable, like, 50-50 guys, too. Who? He was the dude that had the migraines all the time and would only play – great, great wide receiver. I had him in fantasy for, like, three years. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I know br- I'm brain farting. About. Yeah. He doesn't play for him anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, Jordy Nelson wasn't a slouch. No. But, well, you know what? I'd say I'd say if you have to rank them, Brady's one, 
Rodgers is 1B. Yeah. Uh, Where's Breeze? Breeze is up there probably. 2A. <laughs> 2, yeah. Number 2. I mean. You think those are the three best in the league right now? Man, I like Mahomes and golf too. I, I, I'm pretty, that's probably your top five. Yeah. Brady, Rogers, Breeze, Mahomes, golf, or golf, Mahomes, however you want to look at it. Here's the thing with Mahomes, man. He's got he's got that fast wide receiver, uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I didn't know until last week watching him play the Patriots. They have Sammy Watkins too. Who's a stud? Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's salty. Then you got Travis Kelsey and Kendall Hunt. So yeah. skill position wise, that dude has it all covered. Yeah. Uh, which that receiving core is better than Tom Brady's receiving core at yeah. this moment. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I would say it's probably better than Aaron Rodgers' receiving core. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is doing more with less right now. But not five years ago. But I think you take Aaron Rodgers' worst I take I, I would say this is probably his worst receiving his worst skill positions around him core. And I don't think it's, it's worse than Brady's worse. I mean, you're looking at guys like Welker. He didn't do anything when he left, you know, he's making these guys look good. Yeah. The only time he's really had the luxury of having a stud was Randy Moss. And now he has Josh Gordon. If that dude stays clean, I think they win another Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. Golly. Josh Gordon. Such so a good. dumb move. That's the Browns, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I get. I. Now, now, here's my thing. You only got a fifth round. I Like, I don't mind you trading the guy. Yeah. Get don't, like a get like a two or a three. Don't trade him to a, <laughs> a, t- a fifth rounder. I guarantee Jerry Jones would have given you a second rounder for him, at yeah. least, to replace uh, old Diz. So, anyway. All right, man. That's top of the dude chain.com. We're wrapping it up. Cue the outro.